Hello and welcome to Let's Manifest That. This is Cody. And this is Sydney. And this week we are talking about tarot cards. History, uses, etc. Our personal experiences with tarot. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll just jump right into it. Yeah. We don't really have a long spiel this time. We don't really I think have we're a long both kind of tired. Today I'm is very tired. Uh the we're recording on the first of January. New Year's twenty twenty one. I keep I keep typing two zero two zero one. Twenty twenty one. Yeah. I really want everybody to know. Oh no. I have not had to type a date yet, but I know that, that will be a problem. Yeah. I because usually it's like I just type the last mm-hmm. year, but now one, and then I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Anyways, let me know if anybody else is having issues with time and space and Numbers. relativity. Yeah. Um. So history and uses of tarot. So I got a lot of this information from a couple different articles. Um. One was Slate.com and the other was MentalFloss.com. They, those were just very succinct articles and I liked their, I liked them, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> just jumping right into it. So it is theorized that tarot originated in Northern Italy in the 14th or 15th century. So there is a set of cards that date back to 1440 that was created for the Duke of Milan's family. The cards were used to play a game similar to bridge. And now I looked up what how you play bridge because I've heard of it, but mm-hmm. I've never played it. I'm not a big cards player. I don't know if you love playing cards or something. I used to a lot whenever I was a kid. I don't think I've ever played bridge, though. So it seems very complicated. So bridge, as it's played in America, is played with four people using your standard deck of cards, like the, you know, ace, king, queen. Mm-hmm. The players sit across from each other, and the players who are sitting across from each other play together, so they're in a partnership. And so then stuff happens where it's played in four parts. One part is the auction, and then players bid, and then there's a lot of, like, bidding on cards and gambling mm-hmm. type of business. I don't know. It was all this very the confusing. like the um- all the old ladies play in, like, yes. TV shows and movies and stuff. Yes. They're all out there gambling their asses off. They really are. My grandma loves to gamble. She, I went and visited her <laughs> not too long ago, and my dad was like, what's all that money for? She was like, just my gambling money, and then, like, oh shoved it back away. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. That's hilarious. Um, I mean, when you're that old, what else are you going to do with all that exactly. money? Why not? You need to get a thrill somehow. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, so... The game they played with the tarot, however, was known as, I'm going to say this wrong, so don't come for me, um, Taroki, Tara, Taroki is how I would say it, <laughs> T-A- T-A-R-O-C-C-H-I. Mm. So the game spread to other European countries where it became known as tarot. Um, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cards didn't become associated with being spiritual or mystical until the 18th century when a man named, and I'm going to say this wrong again, um, Antony Court de Gebelin, Gebelin, I don't know, <laughs> wrote a book about how the cards are linked to ancient European lore, or Egyptian lore, ancient Egyptian lore, I'm sorry, hmm. saying that the cards were linked to the secret wisdom of a god called Ta- Thoth, Thoth, 
And then John Baptiste also wrote about cards being used in divination tools. And so they associated them with the Egyptians because that's where it said the beginning of knowledge started. Oh, okay. So, like, I don't, like, you know, the out of Africa theory that everybody mm-hmm. was born in Africa. I think that they think the the helm of that is in Egypt. Okay. Because Egypt is in Africa, <laughs> in case you didn't know that. <laughs> I know a lot of people don't. Yeah. So then a French writer, I'm butchering all of these names, I'm so <laughs> sorry. Um, Eliphas Levi said that the symbols of the tarot were linked to the Hebrew alphabet. Hmm. And some, and, you know, Hebrews are like the ch- God's chosen people. Mm-hmm. Not the Hebrews, the Jewish people. <laughs> I'm so tired. And I'm just like, uh-huh. uh-huh, uh-huh yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, some said that the tarot was invented by gypsies, which we now know is not a good word to say. We should call them rumnies, but that's what the article said, so I thought I would quote it. Sorry if that's offensive. I'm so sorry. Um, in another article I read from Mental Floss, they said that the cards likely originated Mamluk game cards, which were brought from Western Europe from Turkey in the 14th century. Did what I say make sense? <laughs> I think so. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, instead of being from Italy, they're from Turkey, Mm -hmm. brought over to Italy. Um, The article also said that they would use the cards, that children would use the cards and the images to write poetry about one another, kind of like MASH. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, like, if you pull a card and it has a certain image on it, like, you're going to live in a hut. (laughs) Sorry. This is your husband. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You have 12 kids. Yeah, exactly. Um, but again, they were originally used to play a game similar to bridge. So that is pretty, that that information was pretty consistent through all of the articles I Mm -hmm. read. So the suit cards we know were called the minor arcana and the trump cards were the major arcana. Mm -hmm. So that's what they originally called them. So kind of moving on from the history, just, that was just a little brief roundup of what I could find. Um, that's great. I literally never yeah. really knew where any of the stuff came from. Yeah, and I read that um, as the occult was being popularized, that was when the cards kind of took on their mystical mm-hmm. knowledge e things around them, which I thought was really interesting, the, how objects change meaning yeah. to people as time goes on. Well, I feel like you can use like a, a lot of things how, how you want them, like mm-hmm. tea leaf readings and stuff, or like coffee ground readings. Like, they're not necessarily mystical or magical but you can use them that way if you want to so i like the idea of here's these cards let's try to use them to get Mm -hmm. answers of what we want like there's pictures on them there's just like you know descriptions of things on them let's use them and i know people have used regular like bicycle playing cards Mm -hmm. you know as tarot cards because even those can have their own meaning if you want them to every card is different and people really love to look into like the different king faces because they're all different, I guess. Hmm. That's cool. Um, but a little bit more about the cards themselves. And we got this information from Cody's tarot deck had a little guidebook in it. It's uh, the Wild Unknown Tarot deck, if you guys are familiar with that one. I, I, yeah, we have pictures of that one up on our Instagram if you want to look. Oh, yeah, take a sure look at do. those. Um, so the cups is known as artistic, open-minded, quiet, a family of dreamers, Lighter skin and hair, which is very pun- 
makes me ponder about what that could mean. Like, is that the people associated with the cards? I don't know. I think so. Because I think that each of the cards can represent, like, people in your life in a way. So I think that that's, like, can represent, like, help you kind of figure Mm -hmm. out who it's supposed to be or, like, a person who comes into your life and things like that. Okay. So kind of like an identifier. Mm -hmm. So, again, the cups are a suit of emotion, addresses quality of relationships and connection to others, and ruled by water. And I loved going through this because I was like, it's like Hogwarts houses. Yeah. Which one am I in? It very much is, yeah. <laughs> um, so the wands, a vibrant and well-loved family. They make dangerous enemies, usually lighter skin and hair. Ruled by the element of fire, represents inspiration and creativity related to ambitions, goals, and dreams. I feel like... I never pull those cards. Rarely <laughs> ever do I get a cup or a wand. Yeah. Um, I feel like I get wands all the time. Really? I don't get cups very often. I feel like I get wands a lot and pentacles a lot. Hmm. So speaking of pentacles, <laughs> <laughs> very grounded. The pentacles are mm-hmm. very grounded, deeply connected to nature and the home, may have darker hair and eyes, ruled by earth suit of worldly possessions often speaks to issues of the home money career and can reflect upon our generosity and greed and that's very i feel like that's very earth signs yeah oh i would love to do an episode where we like kind of make connections between zodiac and tarot that'd be very cool we have to do our our zodiac one yeah finally eventually (laughs) we talk about it like every single time i know i just feel like (laughs) it's such a big undertaking because there's Mm -hmm. so much about we'll have to try to break it down Mm -hmm. because like every time i think about it i'm like we have to do zodiac like there's so much behind Mm -hmm. that maybe we'll try to find like categories to break it down into oh yeah we could talk about like uh, start with the basics of like sun signs or just like the signs in general yeah. and then kind of break it down into oh, houses and get into, and, like the, all the birth chart stuff yeah yeah because i do not understand the houses and i want to very badly mm-hmm. but and and this gives me an excuse to like set other things aside yeah. and take a look at it um anyways the last <laughs> one is the swords well educated and highly receptive not necessarily a warm family usually dark skin and hair ruled by air With the suit of action and intellect, they address change, conflict, and power. The Slytherins, if you will. (laughs) Um, I thought that was really interesting, though, because I never really thought about the suits like that, I guess. Mm -hmm. I just, I like to pull them. I love to look at the cards. I have, like, the originals. Yeah. um, And then I just like to look up their meaning and how I find significance in them. So I like that there's like this other stuff mm-hmm. I can apply to it too. Because then if you're pulling a reading, you have all swords, then mm-hmm. maybe there's something like with that general theme that's going on in your life or, you know, mostly cups or something. Maybe you're being very emotional. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Or maybe you're going to react emotionally mm-hmm. and it can help you kind of like yeah. ground yourself. So too. not just like the individual cards, but like what's the overall theme of my mm-hmm. reading here? Yeah. Um, so, and then kind of more broadly, the major arcana are known as the trump cards. 22 cards signify a complete journey of the psyche, which I kind of want to break down what that could mean in a second. Yeah. Um, they tend to represent the archetypes we carry within ourselves, things that hold us back or set us free. It starts with the fool, which is card zero, and ends with the world, which is 21. Um yeah, I I want to talk about like the journey of the psyche, like what yeah. that could mean. I'm not really sure. 
Well, um, and so a lot of the major arcana, so I'm pulling up my book here. So if you're hearing like noises and stuff, it's the book that kind of breaks them down. And these ones are usually like bigger pictures. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know how to describe it, but at least whenever I read these, like I know whenever I'm pulling one of the major arcana, if it comes up in my reading, I feel like it's like a big pivotal thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I just feel like it's... It just has more significance, I think, in yeah. a more specific significance like Mm -hmm. for example i have pulled the death card a lot like every time i do a reading which we'll get more into in a minute i pull the death card and then things change (laughs) every time um also for 2020 i did a spread and one of the cards was supposed to represent health and i pulled the death card in relation to health and i was like what could that mean and then and then COVID happened oh no (laughs) so maybe i don't know big changes in health yeah not and not necessarily my health but just like worldly health obviously and um i was recently pulling the star card and the wheel of fortune card a lot and i had some big changes happen in my life yeah so um we'll talk about those later guys maybe keep more secrets from you guys more secrets (laughs) (laughs) it keeps i feel like it keeps i would come back like damn what are these bitches talking about i gotta know (laughs) um and then the minor arcana, which we talked about, you know, cups, swords, mm-hmm. um, 14 cards in each suit. Cards 1 through 10 usually point to a situation or a quality you are experiencing. 11 through 14 are court cards. These represent an actual person, which is, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love I love so learning. <laughs> those at least, so I think that they're called something slightly different in other tarot cards but like at least in the wild unknown deck it's like mother of cups daughter Mm -hmm. of swords like son of wands things like that which are leaning more towards the people Mm -hmm. yeah so i always i like that yeah i have just like a tiny little book that goes with mine and yeah i used to not never want to do tarot readings because it scared me (laughs) um i was like oh no i don't want somebody to will something into existence or like i don't know yeah i feel like it only wills things into existence if you want it to yeah i feel like i feel like it just gives you general guidance Mm -hmm. of course of the situation like i don't think it ever can tell you exactly what will happen or what should happen because you can also take that information and completely change your mind like it can say this seems like it's going to happen and then you can completely change course and then the cards will change too and like you you're ultimately in charge of your own destiny but Mm -hmm. i feel like it's it's a good path i think it's like if you've read twilight you know uh alice's visions are like it it charts the path while you're Mm -hmm. on it and then they change when you change your mind i feel i feel like it is kind of pointing out something to you Mm -hmm. and you can say oh i don't want that to happen and then manifest something different to happen to you and um because i remember kind of moving into our own personal tarot sessions i remember i was about to start grad school and i pulled a bunch of wands like all wands in a row Mm -hmm. after i just said i never get wands (laughs) but recently i haven't but i was very nervous about like is this the right thing to do am i what if i i don't know and the reader was basically like so how I'm interpreting this is during this process, you're going to feel really lost, but there's going to be 
sort of like an authority figure mm-hmm. or like a mentor who comes in and like kind of points you in the right direction. And I was like, okay, I, I, I remember leaving that session just being like, I kind of want that to happen. Like I want that lost feeling. Yeah. And because you grow so much from those lost feelings mm-hmm. and, and all of those things ended up happening. I did have a mentor and I do have a mentor who is kind of guiding me through and being very supportive, but also like putting the fist down of like, <laughs> this is what's working. This is not what we're, what's working because I do not need somebody to sugarcoat yeah. for me. I need somebody to be like, this is not working. You need to change it. Mm-hmm. What were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't remember, but I want to tell a story too. Okay. <laughs> So um, I think another cool example of how tarot can work in your life. So I, well, okay. So normally I'm really bad at pulling my own tarot cards because I, I can see what it's trying to tell me. And if I don't like it, like I just, I can't accept it. Like I have a really hard time with trying to interpret them the way that I want to interpret them. Mm-hmm. So I try to stay like as neutral as possible, but it's just really hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um so one, there was a whole period of my life that I was pulling cards about a relationship at the time and it kept coming up with like something's being deceitful, there's lies, this is not good, mm-hmm. like it looks like everything's good but something else is happening. I'm like, no, like everything's yeah. fine and like I didn't want to believe it. And I just kept thinking, I just keep pulling bad cards, like I'm just not doing it good enough. Let me mm-hmm. cleanse my deck, let me start over mm-hmm. just to find out later that there was a lot of deceit happening and there was a lot of stuff, but I didn't want to see it. It kept trying to tell me, but I did not want to see it. <laughs> and that's, I also have a similar situation where I was at, um, I was at AWP, which is a writing conference mm-hmm. um, a few years ago and they had a booth set up where you got your cards pulled and then you got a poem like oh, that was already cool. pre-written associated with the card pulls. Yeah. I thought that was so cool. And it was such a cool experience and I still have the poem to this day and it is like means the world to me. Um, and in that, in that session, I pulled the death card and I was like, I can't imagine what's going to change. Like everything feels so set in stone. Mm-hmm. And then I had a breakup and then soon after that I met Charlie and then I moved out and like wow. <laughs> everything changed. Yeah. And that like looking back, I absolutely love the death card because I pulled it a couple of times before that and minor things had changed. But this was like, like to me, that session was so big and important. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, because AWP is like massive. The chances of you walking past certain <laughs> booths are pretty slim. Um, and so I saw that and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to do this. And so I walked up and made an appointment and it felt like a big deal because AWP was a big deal to me. It was like, oh, I get to go and I feel like a real writer and I'm surrounded by all of these publications and people. And and so, I don't know, I just, I guess I associate that with like, this was a big deal. And yeah. so it wrought big deals. That's cool. Um, yeah. And that's why the death card is so important to Aww. me and it's so special. And the poem is like each, I think they had poems that were like associated with major arcana and some of them were minor arcana mm-hmm. and she was like, we have one death poem left. Do you want it? And I was like, yes, I do. And it just all felt so like symbolic of like, I don't know. I just, it was like one of the coolest experiences I'd ever had. That's awesome. Um, That also brings me into, I think that the people who are reading them have a lot to do with it also. Mm -hmm. So 
like a few years back. We were actually at a um, Harry Potter New Year's event. We won tickets to it. That's awesome. Yeah. And they had some tarot card readers there. And like the person that Brad had for his was not paying attention. Like she had a friend sitting with her and they were just laughing and chatting the whole time. And even during the reading, like mm-hmm. they were commenting on the cards together and like just not. Oh, yucky. Yeah. It's, it, like the reading also just didn't make any sense mm-hmm. at all. Um, like it was just, it didn't make any sense. So I feel like that was, well, that was a bad experience for him. It was his first and only yeah. ever tarot card reading. But then I've also had another experience in New Orleans, actually. Um, I got my cards read and I went in there asking, where's my career headed? Like, am mm-hmm. I on the right path? Stuff like that. And she's like, okay. And like started pulling cards and she's like, is that what you actually want to ask? Or do you want to ask me something else? Like, no, I want to ask that. But at the time, me and Brad were like a big standstill on like marriage and moving Mm -hmm. our relationship board and stuff like that. And she could basically, I guess, like sense that. Mm -hmm. But she had no idea who Brad was. Like he wasn't sitting there with me. He was gone. I think he like went down the street to go to the bathroom, like during my (laughs) reading even. So the fact that she was like, no, I have a feeling you want to ask me something else. And she started Mm -hmm. bringing up relationship stuff. She's like, I feel like these cards are telling me that there's something happening with your relationship. And I was like, yeah, kind of. Oh, no. <laughs> and then she's like, are you guys not agreeing on something? Like, you want to move forward? He doesn't. You're going to have to, like, meet halfway. And I'm like, how do you know this? It was so, so crazy. Because I didn't tell her anything about my life. I didn't, I don't know. It was just very, very strange. I even went in there asking, tell me if I'm on the right path with my career. But all the cards that she pulled and, like, just from what she could sense, I guess, she's mm-hmm. like, no, you want to talk about this relationship. <laughs> and like when we were starting the podcast, I know we both pulled lots of mm-hmm. cards. Just it makes me feel better. Like yeah. I feel like it's one of those another one of those things that's like it's comforting because I am getting something out of it that I want to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And all of the cards were like, this is going to take a while, but it will be successful mm-hmm. and it will make you feel like you're being successful. And that was like so important to me <laughs> and i i realized recently why writing feels so hard compared to this because i think they're both equally as challenging but like writing is so solitary i can't be like i feel like i'm failing at this thing and someone be like no you're not like but you don't know you're not doing it yeah. with me but like <laughs> whenever i feel like we're failing at this not that like <laughs> not that we are at all but yeah. like you just get those feelings of like why are we doing this oh, like there. it feels so pointless like i could be like i can express those feelings to you and you're like no we're doing fine like we're right on track with where we want to be because you are doing this with me we are both actively doing the same thing (laughs) so like and i think that was also in a lot of tarot polls was like a relationship that's very important is gonna happen and i was like (laughs) oh and that was also at a time when i was feeling so lonely yeah and so like i have no friends i have I'm on my own in some aspects. Right in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, I met amazing people. And I was thinking last last night during um, New Year's Eve about how, like, I have met so many lifelong friends this year that, like, I don't know. It was just, like, this year has been so bad. But at the same time, like, major awesome things have happened too it's been a huge transformational year that's for sure yes it has yeah um and i know a lot of people want to associate 2020 with like the tower card Mm -hmm. that like things have to be destroyed for us to be 
build things mm-hmm. back up. And I, th- I do think that that's um, a good interpretation. But I also think 2020 can be represented through the death card of like the old us, mm-hmm. whether you want that to be like society as a whole or you as an individual is dead now and you are emerging as somebody closer to yeah. who you're supposed to be like i, I, feel, I like, feel like those can go hand in hand yeah it's i mean everything is getting torn down this year but we are rebuilding we're new mm-hmm. people i feel like so many people have changed this year oh my gosh getting that time like to yourself getting time to like figure yourself out I oh my like gosh so many people have changed. i was thinking about that on the way here i was like i i used to think that i was this type of person and now i'm i've realized like through a lot of self-reflection that i'm actually this type mm-hmm. of person and like I feel like that's reflected through my style and that then makes me feel more connected to myself and yeah I don't know this year has been insane but it's nice to have tarot to fall back on to it be is. like this yeah. makes me feel comforted um and later in the episode maybe soonish we're going to do a tarot poll for um 2021 Woo-hoo. and for us our intentions going into it are going to be about the podcast, but maybe this tarot polling can also feel maybe reflective of your 2021 in some ways as mm-hmm. well. Um, I'm very much looking forward to that yeah. part. I'm curious how it's going to happen on a podcast, but we'll figure <laughs> it out. We're going to take a picture and we'll post it on the day on our Instagram at let's manifest that on the day we're posting this. Yes. And I'm very excited for that. Yeah. And pull your own too and tag mm-hmm. us in those. Let us know what you are 2021 readings are looking like for yourself yeah we just did a quick google search of of setups you can do mm-hmm. for 2021 or or just like the new year yeah and there's no right or wrong wrong way to do tarot don't let somebody tell you that there's yeah. you're doing it wrong you can pull whatever the heck you want as long as it makes sense to you mm-hmm. and um shoot i was gonna say something and now i forgot it dang well, it i'm gonna say real quick then um I feel like sometimes I will draw cards when I feel very antsy about what's happening and like there's nothing that I can do. Like whenever we were looking to buy a house, I'm like, I can't do anything. Like I can't make this go any faster. So like sometimes mm-hmm. pulling cards just to be like, am I on the right track? Like, is this going to happen anytime soon? Mm-hmm. Like helps me like some kind of answer that I can say no or yes. And I'm like, cool. Now I know. Yeah. I have been pulling cards in relation to like, my thesis problem, which if you listened to last episode, you heard <laughs> all about that. So, so sorry. Um, but like a lot of the answers are not what I want to hear, but yeah. I know that it's probably the truth of like, this is going to take time and you just need to be patient. And I'm not very good at being patient. <laughs> I know that like, that's like a tourist trait of being like the most patient and I'm not patient at all. <laughs> oh, also... I had a reading that I'm not going to tell you guys about now, but I'll tell you guys about probably sometime in February. Um, ah. That yeah, and yeah, we'll see how it all plays out. But I pulled some cards a couple of times, and it kept telling me the same thing. And then I also had a reading done by somebody, and it told me the same thing. <laughs> I, so we'll see how that works out later. We should go and do get our cards pulled together at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just. I want to do stuff like that all the time. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I feel bad because of COVID. Anytime yeah. I go and see somebody, I feel so guilty. Well, Mystic Valley, I think, is still doing some. And they're doing, like, only, like, three people in the shop at a time. And I think it's still pretty distance and mask and everything. So we could probably do a decently safe reading mm-hmm. there. 
Yeah, I think that would be cool. Is that where we went and we crystal shopped? Mm -hmm. I love that place. If you have any crystal shop recommendations in the St. Louis area, let us know. I'm always down to go look. Yes, please. I want to find some new ones. I love the ones that I go to, but it's always fun to find new ones too. And and they're so reasonably priced too. Mm -hmm. I think I feel like I bought like 10 crystals and spent like $20 (laughs) or something like that. Um, But yeah, anything, I don't know. That's really all I have. Yeah. I think we um, should do some tarot polls. Yeah. Oh, I just want to say that, yeah. So everything is is subjective to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so like somebody can tell you, well, this is exactly what a card means, but that's not always exactly what it means. Like there's flexible meaning behind them. Yeah. Like they are supposed to have a general idea of what it's supposed to mean, but it's yeah. dependent upon you and your situation and the vibes that you get from it yeah setting intention before you pull is so important like not just randomly going in and like blindly pulling but being like go in with a question i want to know what my day is going to be like and then you pull a card for the day oh that's actually a really good way to get to know tarot is to pull a card a day Mm -hmm. um just like whenever you start your day and then like look up what it means try to figure it out and then i mean after a month or so you've pulled 30 cards and figured out what some of those cards mean and also, yeah, just being yourself when you pull and not letting other people's interpretation because you are you and you've had your own experiences. Absolutely. And also, as we've learned from the history of tarot, that like there is no set intention behind them. They were just supposed to be playing cards. So whatever you do is should be meaningful to you. Mm-hmm. Um Also, after this, we're going to pull some cards and talk about them, but then we're also going to do a recommendation of Etsy shop. No, I found them on, they followed me on Instagram, so I followed them back. Okay. Um, We're going to do a recommendation of a shop, and we're also going to do an update on um, some of my health stuff. Oh, yeah. Cool. So hang tight until after the tarot card reading. Um, While we shuffle these and stuff, I'm just going to pause this so that we're not like mm-hmm. moving all the cards around and stuff and shuffling and then yeah it's like making all kinds of weird noise and stuff okay so we have shuffled i have shuffled the cards we're both going to pull one because it is for the overall podcast but i mean we are two people so we're going to have slightly different experiences so let's see i'm gonna have to cut so much of this out because it's going to be so much us <laughs> being like downtime let me see yeah Oh, also, um, I brought this. I asked Sydney this because everybody does it a little bit differently. But reverse cards, some people really don't feel reverse cards. Um, yeah, I usually don't. I will sometimes, like if I actually feel like it makes sense. Sometimes I'm like, it was just upside down. Like it just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It just let like I have know, to yeah. play like off my tuition. Yeah, let me know what you guys do because I'm always really torn on that. Okay, so can okay, you turn that back on? Oh yeah. Okay, so my main overall theme, the main overall theme for the year, um, yeah, what's the main lesson is the Six of Pentacles, which the overall themes of that card is prosperity, growth, and generosity. (gasps) How fun. How good for us. Oh, my gosh. The Six of Pentacles indicates that your long-awaited fruits are ready for harvesting, bringing more wealth than anticipated. Yay. Make sure you're generous. Also signifies generosity coming from someone else. (gasps) <gasps> a sponsor if that's the case accept it with good grace and put the resources to good use what look at us go fun. okay so the next one this second card is what might be the impact if i learn this lesson 
So the first one was that I'm, we're going to be prosperous as hell. What am I going to learn if we are actually prosperous? For you, it's this one or is it this one? Oh, I was reading it from this one. Okay. No, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm upside down and it's facing her. So I'm like, I don't know which ones. Okay. So what's the impact if I learn this lesson? Daughter of Swords. So honest and insightful. Daughter of Swords is a young woman whose honesty and insights take her far in life. People truly value her, value her frankness. She learns from keen observation, never stops watching. It's me. Because oh. <laughs> aren't the swords, didn't we learn that those were dark hair? I have dark hair. There's a potential for her to hold on to experiences, become spiteful and judgmental. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. I'm going to judge you. Uh, let's see. Um, I'm going to make sure I'm saying this right. The swords. Usually dark, darker skin and hair. I'm not dark. Not dark skin, but you got some dark hair. Okay. What's my third? My third card is what challenges will arise in this year ahead. And I have a reversed father of wands. I'm just going to go ahead and play it as reverse. It just feels right this time. Okay. I'm feeling it. It's a really cute card. It's a little snake with his tongue out Mm -hmm. and it's raining because she has, I have the classic tarot and she has a different set. Oh, Maybe I don't want to play this one reversed. <laughs> what is it? So so also, oh, if you guys don't know, usually whenever it's reversed, it's like opposite meaning. So the father of wands, which is, oh, you know what? No, this actually makes sense. Oh, my gosh. So it's like what challenges will arise. And the father of wands represents cor- um, being, cor- uh, why can't I say this word right now? I don't know. Creative and charismatic. Charismatic. Oh, my gosh. Words aren't coming out of my mouth correctly. So the father of wands is a man of mystique and charisma. Others are drawn to him. Usually find him involved in arts, deeply compassionate, able to hold steady during conflict. I'm not very charismatic. I feel like I've been having a lot of creative blocks. I feel like this makes sense that it's upside down instead of being right side up. Mm Because those are going to be my challenges is to get through that. Yeah, creativity is hard. It's so hard. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, so how can I thrive during the year ahead? This is uh, a reversed Ace of Wands. Editing this is going to be such a bitch. (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Ace of Wands, expansion and inspiration. What does this mean again? How I can thrive during the year ahead. An extremely high energy card indicates new growth all around, but it's reversed. (gasps) <gasps> oh my god you have to see this i can tell you though you have to look at it for the reverse oh <laughs> <laughs> someday we'll tell you <laughs> we'll tell you yeah in a couple months maybe okay so this one's a secret oh that's perfect that's a perfect placement for it <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> okay so that's that's kind of not fun for you guys but i'm keeping this one a secret for now we'll tell you later We'll tell you later. We'll obviously post it, so maybe... Oh, yeah, you guys might be able to figure it out. Uh-huh. We guess, do we have some detectives out there? If you figure it out, don't say anything, or I'll, I'll fight you in the street. If you figure it out, send us a DM. Yeah, if you figure it out. But don't tell anybody, or I'll fight you in the street. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should do stuff like this more often and make it like a game. Like, if you can figure yeah. this out, we'll send you a crystal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're interested in that, let us know. <laughs> Okay, so my what does my year card want me to know about myself as I navigate the year ahead? Oh no. I have a five of wands, scattered, lack of focus, lost. 
Um, the Five of Wands is a card of conflict. You may find yourself scattered, distracted, tending to everything and nothing. That's actually really good, though. It's wanting you to know that to not be scattered or distracted and to be focused. True that. It usually means this conflict resides within. Your energies moves outward in many directions, yet you're suffering inside. Mm, next year might be a little rough on me mentally, but there's good things happening and we could be prosperous with yeah. you to help me. Yay! I'm glad we're doing it individually because they feel very, sp this at least feels very specific to you. I hope so. Yay! <laughs> Thank okay. you, hope so too. Yay! <laughs> okay, let's reshuffle and... Uh, we'll be right back. We'll be back. Hi. Hello, we're back. I did, I pulled cards. <laughs> I got a lot of major arcana. Mm -hmm. So for my first card, which is, what is the main lesson of this year that my card wants to share with me. I pulled the High Priestess, which is card number two. If you hear any noise so, in the background, my bathroom is getting renovated and they're working on it right now. I'm so sorry. We're professional podcasters, <laughs> in case you haven't noticed. <laughs> so m Mystery Psychic Wisdom. Um, she uses silence and non-action to harness this power. Sometimes this card appears to remind you to listen more closely to the voice within. Other times it's a sign to look past the obvious to find what's being kept secret or hidden within a given situation. Acknowledge the shadows. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. Very mysterious. I don't know. Yeah. That is a very mysterious one. I wonder if it'll make more sense as we go on yeah. with the other cards. Maybe it's telling me to sit down and shut up. <laughs> because <laughs> For the podcast reading. <laughs> sometimes I need that. <laughs> so I have a reversed hanged man. Sacrifice and letting go, which number two is what might be the impact if I learn this lesson. Mm. Oh, so if I be quiet, I can let things go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, you've been having a lot of maybe like moving into the new year, like all the stuff that's been like bogging you down and on your mind, you mm -hmm. need to let that stuff yeah, go. Like definitely. your thesis stuff is what I keep thinking of because that's the thing you bring up the most that's been bugging yeah. you. Especially like... Because when I'm being very honest, I think it's snowing outside. Anyways, um, when I'm being very honest with myself, like out of all of the things I'm doing right now, I want the podcast to work the most. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if I'm so caught up on my thesis, which is definitely important, but I want the podcast to work too. <laughs> so the hanged man has all the answers. He's the master of non-attachment. This card implies there's a sacrifice or a difficult or painful situation coming up in your life. So you naturally want to resist and struggle through it. Be more like the hanged man. Find stillness. Open your eyes. A lot of these are like, be still and shut up. <laughs> Calm down. I know. Okay, so the third card is the hermit. What challenges hermit. will arise as a result of my year card? I also love the picture of the hermit. It's literally a turtle with just like a single flame coming off of his back. Hmm. Yeah, nine solitude and meditation so and what was... challenges will arise mm. so hermits are highly celebrated and valued creatures through meditation solitude and stillness again that word stillness they bring wisdom to all when this card appears it's time to step back from the business of day-to-day -day life and focus <gasps> on your inner realm you need to calm down i know i i can't sleep at night because i think about writing and my thesis i think it's also telling me that like this is not like on this pedestal mm -hmm. that i have put it on and i need it to take it down 
and focus on you got three major arcana cards that told you to chill i know they're <laughs> the spirits are really like shut up i'm tired of you sis me too <laughs> spend time by yourself your inner fire is ready to be lit it will shine for all to see so i feel like i feel like this is telling me if i can put these struggles i'm having aside and focus on the mm -hmm. podcast that we can really make it something special yeah th th i'm getting emotional <laughs> I don't know if you guys can tell, but I'm a huge crybaby. <laughs> um, so then for my four, I got Mother of Swords. How can I thrive during this year ahead? I just had a brain freeze. I have no idea what's going on. I'm so scared. <laughs> How do I work? Do you ever feel like the universe just slapped you? I do. <laughs> oh, here we go. Mother of Swords. Sharp perceptive so again four is how can i thrive during the year ahead you'll often find the mother of swords putting her sharp perspective perceptions to use as a therapist doctor or teacher she's extremely experienced and knowledgeable in her field some think of her as all seeing this card can sometimes represent a woman going through a difficult time <laughs> she she may be recently widowed or divorced. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> and usually without children. During this time, there's potential for her criticism to soar. Yours, the one that I pulled, and then we're like, oh, this might be you, talked about being judgmental and stuff. Mm -hmm. Girl, you got chill. I know. <laughs> I'm like going to I'm gonna go home and cry after this. Because <laughs> the spirits of just told they've read me to filth. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Wait, what was that one again? It's number four. What did that mean? How can how can I thrive during the year ahead? Mm. So then number five, what does your year card want me to know about myself as I navigate the year ahead? I got the daughter of cups. I get this card a lot. It's a pretty card. It's a cute little duckling sitting on a rainbow water. I'm I'm disoriented. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> creative emotional creative energy abounds from the daughter of cups she's romantic artistic and easily inspired by her surroundings a true dreamer a true dreamer by nature she struggles to stay grounded or to deal with any harsh realities that come her way conflict of any kind is very disturbing to this gentle creature <laughs> y'all well if you can chill out then you're gonna get nice and creative and happy i think so i, I definitely think it's telling me i need to stop worrying so mm -hmm. deeply about my thesis because i know deep down that in the end it doesn't matter well then you can focus your creativities towards like the podcast and stuff which brings yeah. you like more happiness than writing all these short stories for your thesis <laughs> it it 1000 percent does i because to me like i was i was thinking the other day that if i can move writing to being instead of like this big career yeah. thing that's going to make me rich and famous which i don't even want if I could move it over into being a hobby, like I love to read because it's a hobby. Mm -hmm. If I could move it into this like hobby status, I feel like I would be so much happier. Yeah. And then I can focus on the podcast, which I feel like is to me that that's what they're telling me is like, this is what really brings you happiness and joy. And you need to sit down, shut up and kind of go with the flow, and which is really hard me, for me. Then we'll bring in a lot of prosperity. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I'm going to need help this next year. I know. Yes, you, <laughs> she really is. <laughs> I'm going to take a picture. Oh, yeah. Um, another thing that's interesting about this one. So it's like a cross spread. So there's three across the middle and then one 
like above the middle card and one below the middle card to mix across. Mm -hmm. You have three major arcana straight across in the middle and two minor arcana with like the above and below, which I just think is cool. Yeah, I I'm definitely gonna go home and like look at mine somewhere. I'll send you a picture of yours so we can look into them a little cool. more, and then maybe on the Instagram post we can um, interpret them. Yeah, a little bit more, and you guys can help us interpret. And maybe this resonates with somebody as well, being needing <laughs> to be told to sit down and shut <laughs> up. I know. I this kicked me in the ass and said, "Shut the fuck up, or it, I'll shoot you." It really did. Well, it, it said that really good did. things will happen. It really did. It, yeah. It's like if you can. You'll be a peaceful little duck. I really want to be a peaceful little duck. I would also not mind being this little turtle. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I don't know. This has brought me a lot of emotions, but also like underneath that, I feel like this like calm of like, I know this this to be true. And that's what's so nice about tarot cards mm -hmm. sometimes. It just gives you like a sense of peace or purpose. Yeah, I kind of want us to each just pull like off the top of the deck a card and just like that's, I don't know how this podcast is going. I don't know why I'm closing my eyes. I can't see it. It's upside down. <laughs> Mother of Pentacles. Okay. Overall I pulled the fool. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> What's happening to me? <laughs> it is really tearing you up. <sighs> okay. It, oh. Words of encouragement, please. <laughs> okay. So Mother of Pentacles, domestic, loving, and patient. The Mother of Pentacles excels in the home. She knows exactly what to do while raising a family and tending to the tasks of daily life. There is potential for her identity to become wrapped entirely around her children and home, which leaves her needy and attached. Can cause turmoil uh, as a healer and very connected to nature. I feel like that is so you. Like, oh just in general, God. that's you. This card is really cute, too. It's a mama deer with Get her it. baby deer. So I got the fool, sorry, which as we know is card zero. Um, oh my god! Oh, I just I just looked at two of <gasps> pentacles. It's really pretty. It's a butterfly. Oh, I thought you just flipped it like directly to that page. No, that would have been crazy. Spontaneity and innocence. The fool is ready to fly. His young wings ache for flight and. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all help! Somebody call an ambulance for me. <laughs> Thank God Brad's here. <laughs> uh, um, ache for flight, and with a single step, he leaves behind the comfort of the nest to begin the journey through the major arcana. <laughs> is he ready? Will he fall? This is a card about beginnings. Oh. <laughs> it points to the side of you that is spon spontaneous, excited, naive, and inexperienced, which I feel deeply. Others may doubt your ability. Be ready to be called the fool. Be ready to fall, no matter what people say about you. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I'm like really getting emotional. Okay, and also both of the the daughter of cups and the fool both have the baby duck on them, mm -hmm. which I think is also very important here. Yeah, and we'll definitely post all of this stuff. So let us know if you guys have a different interpretation, and definitely let us know if you feel connected to either of our readings or like getting emotional we had at very your different readings. Yes, we did. Yeah, yours was definitely like about the podcast. I feel like mine was like for the podcast to. Mm -hmm succeed i need to work on myself yeah first like that should be my priority Isn't, is that i have to help you yeah and our individual cards that we just pulled are like very yeah. appropriate to each other i feel like those are the us in the situation i'm glad That's we pulled so those crazy. it just felt really right to be like okay let's pull one more card of the us of yeah. the situation well and so like what you just said was um not what you just said was but so you were just talking about how 
you wanted to like take your writing career that you've gone to school for that you've worked so hard for and kind of make it more of a hobby and focus more on mm -hmm. this which a lot of people would probably tell you why would you do that that's silly so i feel like that's like i mean i don't think that it's silly but you know like, yeah. outside world like you went to school for this mm -hmm. you did this and that like so I feel like that fits the full card perfectly. You yeah. said that right before you pulled that card. I, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and oof, ah. that really hit deep. Oh, oh my gosh. Somebody calling What ambulance. a good idea. I'm so glad that we did this. Me too. I hope you guys liked this as well. And maybe we'll do it again in the future. I feel like maybe six months from now we should do another mm -hmm. poll. So in July... July July 1st we should do a check-in and like I think we should revisit our cards from the beginning and then see where we're at and if, absolutely if the universe gives me another spanking I'm 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 gonna I don't know <laughs> oh my god I love whenever readings play off of each other though yeah definitely um I did a reading again at the beginning of last year and i pulled the emperor in relationships like because each one was like your relationships your health your family whatever and i pulled the emperor and it's like a strong male figure somebody to help guide you and and 100 that's charlie like he is like the most stable person in my life like Aww. which is insane like of course of course my family's great but like in relationship yeah. sense like he's the most stable relationship i've ever been in and like the most sane person i know <laughs> which is saying something because he's insane but like he's crazy at the same time it's exactly what i need mm -hmm. so tarot is so scary sometimes <laughs> i am gonna go home and lose some hair after this <laughs> no you gotta chill i know yeah yeah chill <laughs> I'm doing that. But no, like this morning I woke up and I like one of my goals this year was to start bullet journaling again, but in a capacity that is sustainable for me. Like, because before I was trying to do these big bullet journal spreads, like all of these things. And now I'm just like, no, I just I want to write down the things that I want to remember and maybe do a little bit of journaling. And I actually woke up and I did the things that I wanted to do today. And I, I got it all done before noon. And that is like a huge accomplishment for me. And I felt that calmness and I think the tarot is like that is something that you find joy from so do that mm -hmm. and yeah that's awesome ah yay yeah let us know if you like that or if you didn't like it if you're like hey this was weird to listen to you pull cards and talk about them let us know all the feedback is good maybe next time like mm -hmm. if you're like I hate this we'll do it before and record it yeah or if you're like hey i love this yeah then we'll do it more often i personally like the live polling mm -hmm. it, i like it then i know it's real and we mm -hmm. weren't to like i don't know curating i like catching way. the reactions like live yeah too. yeah those were genuine guys. those were very genuine i'm pretty sure i got so red in the face because i was like damn <laughs> this is real i can't believe one of them that i pulled was literally I know. like spot on that's scary i can't wait to go home and talk to charlie about all of this because <gasps> he's so like doesn't believe in this kind of stuff mm -hmm. but he's totally willing to be like neat and i feel like you have to be open to it if you're mm -hmm. someone who's getting a reading who's like this is bullshit it's not going to work right because mm -hmm. you're not likely to put like the right intention into it and things like that to make it work and there is some susceptible like you have to be slightly susceptible just like hypnosis like we mm -hmm. talked about with laura crystals that we'll talk about in the future i feel like you have to let that in and there is some like i don't know if this is the right term to use for this in particular but like some placebo effect with all of this yeah. stuff to an extent but that can be very very powerful and like we said like sometimes it's nice to be called out and be mm -hmm. like this is the path you're on but this is the path you could have and that was really like yeah. a wake-up call to me for sure and i want to i'm gonna write it down and kind of like maybe journal about it a yeah. little bit when i get home 
Um, I'll talk to you guys more about mine in February. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That feels so far away, but like, it's not, it's not that far. It's, not that far. it's, it's January. It's next month. That's Whoa. next month. Whoa. Oh, I know. Shit. I was thinking like, I'm going to be 26 soon, which I've been worried about. And now I know I, I shouldn't worry about it because like, I'm going to be off my parents' insurance and all that bullshit, but You'll like, be good. it'll be fine. This is your year to not worry. I know. Maybe my hair will grow back. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you start freaking out about something, I'm going to throw the deck at you. Yeah. <laughs> or like, just send me that picture. I'm going to send you all the pictures okay. too, so that we both have them. But yeah, Chill. send me that picture of, and, and I'll be like, oh my gosh. Because the um, the high impress, what, which card did I pull? The high priestess? The high, high priestess. Is a tiger sitting mm -hmm. just very calm and like. Tigers are my favorite animals. Really? Mm -hmm. I definitely see that. I can see that in you of being a tiger. <laughs> I saw this thing that's like, name your favorite animal. That's the that's how you perceive yourself. And mine's a penguin. <laughs> and I was like, that's very true. I that's do so feel funny. like I'm just like, Dum -dum -dum. you're just waddling around having a good time. Dum -dum. And I, I need to embody that more too. Oh God, sorry guys. <laughs> I need to embody the spirit of the penguin more of like, be calm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to talk about my traumatic experience now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, enough about me. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so last week I told you guys that I was getting a TEE to check on my heart, a uh, hole in my heart. Um, so we, I had that. That was absolutely awful. And again, if you guys follow me on Instagram, then you would have already seen like pictures and stuff from it um, and probably heard a little bit about, about it. So follow on Instagram to get real time updates on mm -hmm. things because these are always going to be a couple weeks behind. And I haven't heard about this yet because we wanted to wait for the podcast to <laughs> talk about it. reactions. Okay. So the TEE, um, it was, I thought that I was going to be completely knocked out once I actually, like the day before I was reading stuff about it and I realized I don't think I'm going to be completely knocked mm -hmm. out. So when you get there and they're like, yeah, no, you're not going to be completely knocked out. Like we sedate you and give you something to help you lose your memory of the event. <laughs> and again, just to clarify, they put something down your throat, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Like yeah. a camera. Yeah. It's like, um, like they do like ultrasound. So it's like, mm -hmm. like a little ultrasound probe on like a really long, like snake like thing that they shoved mm. down your throat. Yucky. I hate that. Yeah. Okay. So you're in like, um, an outpatient type, like hospital bed thing. Like it was in the hospital. Um, and they start an IV, get me all prepped. I have like an oxygen tube, like in my nose and all this mm -hmm. stuff. And I'm like, do they think I'm going to die? All the scary equipment. Yeah. Like the thing on my finger to like monitor all my stuff, all that stuff. And then the actual doctor has to be in the room for this procedure. He helps guide it and stuff, which is also kind of scary. Mm -hmm. Cause for just like the regular ultrasound that I did, there's no doctor in the room. They just interpret the results afterwards. This one, you have to have the doctor in the room. So he was running late for some of his procedures that day. He finally got up. Um, Brad was able to be in the room with me for a while until they actually did the procedure. Mm -hmm. I don't think he wants to see that anyway. Yeah. So he was in there with me like while they were prepping me and all that, which was fantastic. Um, so yeah, they then start to, I guess like the first thing that kicks it off is they were giving me some of this medication in my arm and they were saying like, I shouldn't have any memory of what happened. I shouldn't feel anything. I should basically just be sleeping through the entire thing. So they give me one dose of what I later found out was fentanyl mm -hmm. and versed, which and fentanyl is a, it's like a, is it a sleep drug or is that like a painkiller? That was, I think, to help sedate me and okay. to help with the pain. Okay. And then the versed one was to help with the memory loss of it. Okay. <laughs> That's then, horrible. I don't I know, like it's that. It's very weird. And then they're like, how are you feeling? And I was talking to them. I'm like, 
I'm okay. <laughs> like, I'm not sleeping yet. So they gave me an extra dose of everything, plus another dose. And I found out later, like, once I was kind of asleep. Um, so they got started. Um, I vaguely remember them getting started. I, one of the things that freaked me out, too, was after they gave me the second dose, they're like, how are you feeling? I'm like, I'm still awake. And like, just close your eyes. You'll fall asleep. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you sure about I hope that? so. Um, I remember... Oh, this this was so awful. Okay, so I like consciously woke up, like I couldn't mm-hmm. open my eyes or move anything, but I consciously woke up feeling like I couldn't breathe, oh. and I had to keep telling myself like just breathe through my nose, breathe through my nose. But I kept feeling like I could not yeah. breathe and I couldn't move, I couldn't do anything. Do you think it was like a sleep paralysis thing? Because I felt like that. I know yeah. people who get sleep paralysis, like there's like a weight on their chest. Yeah, it I it was awful. So then I also felt the thing in my throat, and I kept getting the sensation like I needed to swallow because I felt like there was something stuck in my throat, like I felt like I was oh. choking, and every time I would swallow, it would hurt so bad. But I kept feeling like I needed to because I felt like I couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was choking, but I couldn't do anything. Oh like I couldn't God. be like, hey, I'm kind of conscious over here and this hurts. That's like a, I was that's out. my worst nightmare. It was so terrifying. I thought that I was like going to stop breathing. Like I didn't like I could occasionally feel like I could actually get myself to breathe through my nose. Mm-hmm. But I felt like I had to make myself breathe through my nose. Like it wasn't just happening. And um, I remember them doing the bubble test in my arm. I remember them, like, talking and stuff. And, like, later I'm like, I don't think I was supposed to be awake for that stuff. Like, I don't think I was supposed to know that they were doing these things. And then I also remember as they were pulling it out, like, gagging like crazy, the lady coming over and, like, putting, like, a towel under my chin because I was drooling and Mm -hmm. stuff. And I'm like, am I supposed to be awake for this? Because that hurts so freaking bad pulling that thing back out. So, Yeah. That's how it went. And, like, I stayed there for another hour or so, like, waking, like, getting mm-hmm. the sedation out. Um, I had to get wheelchaired out because, like, you know, they just put me on a bunch of drugs and stuff. And, like, I couldn't walk right. Um, yeah, the next day, that day and the next day, my throat hurt really bad. By the third day, though, like, it was fine. Um, but that was so such a terrifying experience of feeling consciously awake but not being able to move or say anything and feeling like I could not breathe when I was choking. It was awful. That sounds – it's like um, – there's like scary movies. I can't remember the name of it where a guy is awake during surgery Ugh. and he can feel everything oh. but like can't move or speak or – and I don't know. In the movie, he finds out it's a plot to kill him, which oh. it's it's wild. It's a crazy movie. I'll have to. I'll. I can't remember what it's called. Okay. But um, that's a that's my worst nightmare. Yeah, it was very scary. Like it wasn't it wasn't surgery. So yeah. that's good. But it was it freaked me out completely. It, and it's it's traumatic. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> also when you were t- talking about that, I was like, could you imagine if they were like talking shit on you and they think you're asleep <laughs> and that's then what... and you're just like. Oh. <laughs> I was honestly thinking that, like, while I was gagging, I'm like, I look like such an idiot. Like, mm-hmm. just, like, gagging like crazy as they're pulling this thing on my throat and drooling on yeah. myself. I felt embarrassed afterwards. But, like, what can I do? I, and also, like, they do this all the time. Who I'm cares? sure they've seen worse. Nobody cares. Yeah. I asked them at one point if I was going to drool myself because they had a towel on my chest. Mm-hmm. And they were like, probably. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> um, That's horrible. I'm so sorry yeah. that happened. Yeah, and I, I just feel like I wasn't supposed to remember that stuff, and yeah. I should have been sleeping during it, so just it's just weird. And then they found out that you actually don't have a hole in yeah. your heart. So I don't have an actual hole in my heart, but I have bubbles still going somewhere that they shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Like, the bubbles should go through your lungs some of the time they get there. Like, they shouldn't get back to your heart. Mm-hmm. I still have bubbles going through to my heart. Um, <laughs> I Talking about heart stuff is, ugh, I don't <laughs> like it, but, like, 
Yeah. Anyways. So they think that I have, um, they can't really tell, but this is, I think, like, the only other thing that would make sense. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I just have a hole somewhere else. Um, But they think it's a pulmonary AV malformation, also called a pulmonary AV fistula, um, which is basically where, like, a vein and an artery meet up where they're not supposed to. So I still have blood, like, bypassing, going to my lungs and just, like, recirculating, like, right back through my heart. The same thing that a hole would do. It's just not actually a hole. It's just veins and arteries meeting where they shouldn't. So I still have unoxygenated blood circulating through that shouldn't be. So, like, it's just like a like a birth defect, I guess. Yeah. I, I was trying to think of something that doesn't sound so like no, harsh, but congenital defect, I think yeah. it's like technically, but yeah, it's, it's just something that can be from birth. Um, the thing that worried me about it, cause like, yeah, it's not a hole, but holes are actually pretty common. And that made me feel kind of okay being like, mm-hmm. Oh, they know so much about these. They're super common. There's not, I couldn't find as much information about these things. Yeah. It doesn't seem like they're as common at all. And they tend to be caused by a lot of other issues. Like you tend to not be a perfectly healthy person that just happens to have one of these. Usually if you have this, you have these other issues that go along with it that caused this. So now I have like a million questions of, do I have some of these other disorders? Or do I just happen to be a weird person that has this and I'm perfectly healthy otherwise? Am yeah. I going to give this to my future children? Because it can yeah. be hereditary. Um, and again, the only other way that they will fix it for the most part is if I have a stroke Mm -hmm. or I have a heart attack or like something crazy happens. And it's also just like, oh, I had this answer, this like solid thing. And now it feels like more questions than answers Mm -hmm. now. Yeah. Which sucks, but But whatever. I'm still wearing the heart monitor. So they're going to, uh, look at that. I have like another week left of that. So by the time this comes out, I'll probably be done. Um, and depending on what that says, I might have to take like medication or mm-hmm. something, but so probably next episode we'll have more answers. So tune yeah. in, <laughs> come back next week and find out more about my heart. <laughs> but yeah, that's so, oh, that's so scary. And, yeah. but at least, at least you have a doctor that believed you and yes. was like, okay, let's do this, 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 and this, and is continuing to monitor your heart and mm-hmm. isn't just like, well, 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 we don't yeah. know. <laughs> I actually got some answers. Just the fact that somebody finally did something and I found out that there is something that's wrong validated me so much. Yeah. It's still, it's not the thing. Like, I almost kind of wish that it was a hole because that would give me like a definitive answer and like, this is what we're going to do. Now I just have to wait until I have problems and then research that problem further. Um, but yeah, cause like to go get more scans to figure this out, I already have thousands of dollars in medical bills at this point. Like I'm not going to go get scans of this mm-hmm. other possible issue and it's hard to get them. And I don't want to go through another medical procedure like that. Yeah. The year end of t- 2020, the end was, <laughs> it, was it, it was, it was a roller coaster, man. <laughs> it definitely wasn't aliens or world war three, but it was like the tiny things that yeah. were really getting us down. But so much little stuff just adding up yeah. over and over again. And, you know, today's a new day, but it's still, you, you know, like, <laughs> like just because it's 2021 doesn't mean, like, it's over. <laughs> just because. Yeah. The, the I'm time still changed. wearing the heart monitor. <laughs> yeah. The COVID's still going on. It will probably be going on until the summer. Yeah. That's, I really hope that this vaccine will help a bit. Mm-hmm. It's not going to solve it right away, but I really hope that it will help. And hopefully, well, yes, it's going to happen Twenty. In January, we're going to have a new president. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Yeah, I'm very excited. That'll be, it'll be a relief. It's snowing really hard. I kind of want to go. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. Oh, anyways. plug your shop. 
Oh, also, um, there's a shop on Instagram called Chains and Flames. They are like a small apparel store. They are excellent. They have cute clothes, amazing customer service. I made an order and they immediately contacted me on Instagram and they were like, oh, do you mean a UK medium or a US medium, which are different? And it was just amazing. I haven't gotten the stuff yet, but I know it's going to be amazing quality. And if it's not the shop owners will do everything they can mm-hmm. to make it right. But I absolutely love their customer service. They have, they're a small business. So support small chains and flames. Um, yeah. Check them out. I absolutely am so excited to get my stuff. <laughs> and we'll try to um, put something on the Instagram about them on yeah. our stories or a post or something. Definitely. Yay. Cool. So um hope that you guys, I know it's already a couple weeks into the new year, but I hope that this new year has, been going fantastic for you guys hope you guys are manifesting those dreams pulling those tarot cards figuring out what you want to do for the rest of the year yeah definitely definitely pull some tarot cards because i feel very like i have a goal now or like Mm -hmm. a a guide yeah does that make sense like Mm -hmm. so yeah this is such a good time to pull cards and tag us in your card readings post them on instagram and tag us i want to see them yeah definitely i definitely want to see people's cards or and i also want to hear if you can relate to our pullings Mm -hmm. as we said earlier yep all right and um i'll tell all my secrets in february yay (laughs) all right Bye. bye guys